For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome back to the 20th and Blake podcast from Mile High Sports. As always, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your host, Cade Walker, and today I wanted to discuss just a little bit of Colorado Rockies news, um, a, a pickup that they made, as well as, you know, a series of events that happened on social media for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, it was quite an entertaining event. I'm sure most of you have heard of it. If not, I will enlighten you on the event. Uh, But first, I did want to talk about the Rockies' recent signing of Jose Bersino. Uh, Bersino was a catcher in the Angels organization the past few years. And, uh, you know, he, I looked at his numbers, you know, I I thought this was a traditional uh, fringe guy that, that the Rockies like like picking up and uh well I mean I was right he is a fringe guy quadruple a nothing spectacular about him um he actually came up in the Rockies organization he played rookie ball and uh low a ball with the Rockies from 2010 to 2014 uh, it appears he was an international free agent signing by the Colorado Rockies uh, they added him to the international complex around 2010 so he played the next several years in the Rockies organization and then the Rockies dealt him and Chris O'Dowd to the Braves for David Hale and Gus Schlosser Um, yeah these names mean just as much to you as they do to me Uh, none of these guys were particularly more than anything except organizational players you know just filling out rosters in uh, in the various levels of the minor leagues Um, but he was also involved in an Andrelton Simmons trade. So he uh, he was tied with Andrelton Simmons from the Braves and was dealt to the Angels um, later in 2015. So he didn't really stay with the Braves for very long. So uh, he sat in their farm system for a bit, and he actually made his Major League debut in 2018. Uh, he uh, hit a home run in his debut against the Yankees, actually. And, you know, he showed out a decent amount. He played uh, his, I mean, his rookie season, if you can really call it that. He only played uh, 46 games, which, I mean, that's less than a third of a season. But I I think he actually put up uh, enough numbers to give an indication of where he's at in terms of major league level. So that was two seasons ago, so it was fairly recent. Uh, last season in 2019, he only played 22 games in AAA, uh, so not too much data over the past two seasons, and he only played two games at the major league level, so I assume he was uh, on the 40-man roster this season. So uh, all of that considered, um, Jose Brasino is, again, like I said, kind of a fringes quadruple A guy, almost the definition of a replacement player. Uh, but, you know, it's at a position of need for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, if you look at a replacement player in terms of statistics, 
we'd try to define and value players in terms of war wins above replacement or in baseball prospectus wins above replacement player uh, warp so looking at that taking an exactly average guy a replacement player would be an upgrade for the Colorado Rockies because this past season Tony Walters and Drew Butera combined for negative wins above replacement I believe it was negative 0.7 and I don't believe Walters or uh, Butera are going to be above replacement player level anytime soon so you know this was actually a win if you if you look at it in terms of value because I believe it was a, a minor league deal that he signed on so you know Bersino in his 2018 season uh, he played 46 games he had 128 plate appearances but you know 46 games and he posted a 0.5 war and that's positive war so that's that's an upgrade on what the Colorado Rockies currently have I mean just based off of the numbers that I'm looking at here Bersino is automatically the best catcher in the organization uh, at least from an immediate impact standpoint. So this was actually a pretty shrewd move, all things considered. Uh, I, there were definitely better options out there. I've talked about some catcher options that have been established as major league uh, catchers would, you know, have proven themselves to be reliable and developing uh, chemistry with the starting rotation, you know, can handle the full load of a, uh, 160 game season which uh, I don't think Major League is uh, going to play 160 games next year I'm not sure entirely what the plan is uh, regarding that but um, you know I, th I think there were better options out there in terms of you know actually trying to win baseball games but all things considered Jose Brasino is an upgrade which when you're looking at a guy who's basically exactly a replacement level player that's that's kind of sad uh, but it is what it is, and this is an upgrade to where the Rockies were at. Uh, he posted a, a WRC plus of 90 in 2018, which is higher than Walters or Butera have posted, um, at least recently. So that's a good indicator. Uh, if looking at his defense, which is a very valuable thing, especially when evaluating catchers, I think if you're going to take one position on the field and – you know, you, you take first baseman, right? And first baseman typically, there's exceptions, obviously, but they typically aren't defensive specialists. Um, you know, most first basemen are very uh, offensive-minded. So uh, in the same sense, catchers are more defensive-minded. You have, like, Roberto Perez, who's – he can't hit, but he is an incredible defender, great backstop. Uh, it's supposed to be what Tony Walters is. And – um you know, Austin Hedges as well for San Diego. So, I mean, you have players like that. Uh, defensive walls, backstops, uh, but still, you know, bottom of the lineup type guy. I think Bersino will not, I mean, he's not going to find himself near the top of the lineup, but I think he, he's at least going to be a competitive at bat. And defensively, it doesn't look like he's anything spectacular, anything super extraordinary. But I think my favorite stat when looking at catchers is catcher defensive adjustment from baseball prospectus. I go back to his season in 2018 where he actually was able to post uh, some numbers with decent sample size. 46 games is enough sample size, I believe, uh, for you to at least evaluate this guy. So Persino was 44th in the league out of all the catchers, and uh, there, were, there were quite a few catchers on this line. 
um, in comparison that your Drew Butera posted a negative 6.8 catcher defensive adjustment. So uh, it's a very positive number for him looking at it in that manner. I mean, he was above guys like Wilson Ramos and JT Real Muto. So uh, these guys are hyped a little bit for their defense. So, I mean, I think this is a big enough sample size to where we can draw that he's at least a capable defensive catcher. If he can be a capable defensive catcher, at least average, and he can be, say, you know, 85 to 90 WRC plus type guy, then, I mean, this is a, this is a guy that you'd want maybe playing half your games at catcher if the Rockies don't sign a better option, which it doesn't look like they will in terms of numbers based on the attitude that we have seen from ownership and the general manager so far this offseason. Not sure because they haven't called a press conference or anything, but that's uh, speculatory. Uh, So with that profile out of the way, I wanted to jump into talking about our sponsor for this episode, and that is DraftKings Sportsbook. Week 10 of football is in the books, and now it is time to review the tape and get ready for Week 11. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 11, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to earn a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 when using promo code MHS. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all MMA fans who sign up now the chance to triple their winnings for any bet placed on UFC 255. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up to get one th- up to $1,000. That's promo code MHS to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. So the Rockies had a little bit of an event on social media this week. And uh, it was mostly on Twitter. I, I saw this. Uh, as I, as you know, fairly active on Twitter. Go follow me, Cade CC or Cade uh, C Walker on Twitter. It's my handle. So um, uh, it seems like some Rockies fans were frustrated this week about the performance of the Colorado Rockies, and more specifically, the performance of the general manager for the Colorado Rockies. So it seems like uh, a couple guys emailed um, Dick Monfort, the owner, and uh, it might have started on Reddit. I did a little bit of digging. Uh, one account on Reddit said, okay, here's the email for the owner, um, listed his email, and said, uh, here, go uh, s- send your hate mail of Jeff Breidich to the owner just to let him know that Rockies fans are, are not pleased with his performance. So uh, it looks like a, a few a few Rockies fans did that. They uh, went on their email, sent Breidich, or sent uh, Dick Monfort an email regarding Jeff Breidich, and uh, <laughs> Dick Monfort replied to some of these. So you look at a couple of the responses that he gave. So uh, the first one, 
uh, it seemed to be a very, very cordial email saying, hey, Mr. Momfort, first off, hope your family's doing well, safe during COVID. Um, and then it doesn't really show the full email, but um, it, it seemed to be a very cordial email expressing uh, disdain for Jeff Reitich and his performance. So I'll read you the email, or uh, at least the highlights, and, and Dick Moffert replied with this saying, uh, it is interesting that I've gotten a couple of these today. Normally that means an article was written or a blogger. I'm not sure what a blogger is. Has rallied the troops. Jeff was the farm director for almost Nolan's whole career. Did more for his development, at least at big leagues, as anyone in the game, as well as or as he did with Trevor, Kyle Freeland, Ryan Grand, Senzatella, etc., etc. He traded for Marquez, was the only one with the courage enough to trade to Lewitsky because he knew of Story's talent, even though every Rocky fan had never heard about him. Nolan's issue had never been Jeff. Do appreciate you reaching out. So, um, it's obvious that Jeff Reitich is not good at his job. Just take it down to dollars per war. Take the free agents that this guy signed. This guy spent a couple hundred million dollars in free agency. Um, all to pan out for less than single digit wins above replacement. And I believe it might be in the negatives after, uh, after this season, there was the whole Daniel Murphy situation where the Colorado Rockies signed Daniel Murphy for two years, $24 million, and elected to do that deal instead of bringing back DJ LeMahieu for what would have been a similar cost. Uh, and he, DJ LeMahieu ended up signing the same exact contract, actually, two years, $24 million with the Yankees, and finished with two top five MVP finishes with the Yankees over those two seasons. And Daniel Murphy posted negative wins above replacement. He was not even an average baseball player in either of the contract years in Colorado. So, with that being said, uh, there's other things as the like the attempt of a Super Bowl pen with Wade Davis, Brian Shaw, Jake McGee. So uh, there's there's many blunders you can point to. I've discussed this at length in many episodes past, but. Um, it doesn't appear to be Jeff Breidich's fault, according to Dick Montfort. And, you know, it really is. It, it definitely is Jeff Breidich's fault. He's a general manager, and he's responsible for creation of the roster. Even if he's hamstringed financially by the owner, I mean, the Tampa Bay Rays had one of the lowest payrolls in the league this year, and they made it to the World Series. So, the... There's, the Rockies have always had a decent payroll. They've always been, I believe, in the top half, so they don't really lack spending. The Colorado Rockies actually bring in a very significant amount of revenue for somewhat of a quote-unquote smaller market team. So in looking at this email, we can take away that Dick Momfort does not believe that Jeff Breidich is at fault for the current state of the Colorado Rockies, and... It appears that Jeff Reitich is not going to be leaving anytime soon. Uh, he sent another email. Uh, someone talked about Jeff Reitich taking a team above 500, eight games to a team eight games below 500. Um, this one was a little bit more um, frustratingly worded, I think. And, uh, and Montfort replied, and he said, thanks, appreciate you re reaching out, always easier to look backwards, hindsight is a lot easier, won't argue about mistakes, everyone makes them. One thing I will mention is that Jeff took us uh, to eight and above and two playoffs in a row. Certainly understand your frustration, we are all that way. 
So I think the standards here are a little bit low. I mean, the Colorado Rockies have had Trevor Story, Nolan Arenado, Charlie Blackman, David Dahl, Herman Marquez, uh, the one year that Kyle Freeland was dominant. And I think at least decent enough players on the edges to uh, – I forgot to mention John Gray. And, you know, decent enough players on the edges to make a push, be competitive for a decent amount of time. And they really weren't. Never got anything more than a first-round exit. So the standards here that I think ownership has for winning ball games is not as high as it should be. And it's not reflective of the fan base. The fan base wants the Colorado Rockies to win. And it seems like the fan base wants the Colorado Rockies to win more than the ownership does. And I know that's uh, a bold statement. Obviously, the fan, every fan base wants to win, but it doesn't seem like winning is as significant of a priority for Dick Montfort as, um, as you'd want from ownership. And uh, I know I know these are somewhat harsh words. This is a, a, a tough discussion because you know Monfort is personally replying to fans, and he's giving off the the attitude that he is perfectly okay with where the Rockies are, and perfectly okay with how the Rockies are being operated on a personnel basis. So this is a very discouraging development for Colorado Rockies fans because. Jeff Breidich isn't going to go anywhere until Dick Montfort fires him. Jeff Breidich has some of the best job security in the world, it seems, just based off of these comments. He can be completely and totally and obviously um, not good at his job. And it seems like ownership doesn't really care about that as much. Uh, so he has very, very solid job security. So I, I'm pretty sure Breidich is not going anywhere anytime soon. Obviously, Theo Epstein just um, took a step away from the Chicago Cubs. A lot of Rockies fans want to sign him. This would be an interesting challenge uh, for Theo Epstein to finally, you know, conquer the, the whole Coors Field effect. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure what uh, Theo's role is long term in baseball. But he, he's definitely a visionary, and it would be exciting to have him in Colorado. Uh, but again. I don't think the Rockies move away from Jeff Breidich for some odd reason. And, uh, you know, I think it, at this point it's just a, it's just an attitude of complacency, I believe, that we're seeing from ownership. Um, again, he says, you know, Jeff took us to eight games above 502 playoffs in a row. I mean, if his standards for success is one first-round exit in basically the last decade, uh, that's, that's basically what you're going to get, so... Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what Rockies fans should expect moving forward. Uh, definitely not a shot at the championship. Um, at least in the next couple seasons, I think in terms of finances, it's going to be difficult to keep both Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. It's going to have to be one or the other. Uh, Nolan Arenado is obviously under contract, but he has the opt out. And Trevor Story's deal expires at the end of the 2021 season. Uh, and, you know, uh, Dick uh, Montford also claimed in his uh, in his email that Jeff's, uh, the, the problem between Nolan Arenado, that Nolan Arenado never specifically had a problem with Jeff Breidich. I believe that was false. I think on the record, Nolan Arenado said that, um, quote, Jeff is very disrespectful. 
end quote. So I think Nolan does have a problem with Jeff Breidich and not only the moves that he makes in his competency, but also uh, the way he deals with players and the way he discusses with them. So, again, not good news. A very discouraging development for the Colorado Rockies, but you know one, one nonetheless that at least gives Rockies fans insight as to where the ownership is, where the front office is, where the players are, and uh, apparently where... Uh, where everything falls into place for uh, for Dick Montfort uh, moving forward as well. So uh, that's uh, that's about all I got. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to the 20th and Blake podcast from Mile High Sports, as always presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Follow me on Twitter at Cade C. Walker. If you have any questions, tweet at me, send me a DM. My DMs are open. Uh, if you have any questions you want me to answer on the show, definitely shoot those away and I will get to them. So uh, all things considered, thank you again for tuning in to 20th and Blake, and we'll talk to you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.